that you can't focus on them all 100% every single quarter, picking one spotlight partner per quarter to focus on for an array of demand gen activities. And the goal is that both partners drive revenue from that. Enjoy the ride. Make sure you're well aligned between the two teams because at the end of the day, it's only going to lead to mutual success of mutual goals and to customer goals as well. Welcome to Make Them Famous, the podcast about partner enablement. The only podcast to uncover both how partner teams enable their partners and how other department leaders enable their partner teams to achieve success. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Make Them Famous, the partner enablement podcast. I am joined by two incredible individuals that have lived through the journey of an evolving partner program and work together from a partner manager and marketing perspective, which is a topic we have touched on here and there, but we haven't quite focused on it fully just yet. So I'm super excited to dig into how Jeff Wagner and Courtney Smith of Six Sense work together, align on these co-marketing activities for their partners to ensure that this program that they have is the most successful one that and that they're giving reciprocity back to their partners. So listen in, stay tuned. I promise you will not regret this one. Of course, we couldn't make this podcast famous without our amazing sponsors. For sponsorships, we aimed for not only great products, but techs used to power some of the top partner programs around. We invited Partner Stack, ShareWork, and Sendoso to be our sponsors. Partner Stack, for those unfamiliar, is the leading partner management platform for SaaS companies like Monday.com, Unbounce, Intercom, Webflow, and is a company we've closely worked with. We advise many of our program market fit clients to demo Partner Stack when they are ready to scale revenue through partnerships. And we'll talk a lot about co-selling in this podcast, so please check out our second sponsor, ShareWork, a free app that allows partnership managers at top companies like Qualtrics, Fullstory, Smart Recruiters, and Sendoso to easily generate partner-sourced and partner-influenced deals thanks to real-time and unlimited account mapping. ShareWork is offering a um, Make Them Famous listeners three months free access to their paid features to map unlimited accounts, generate deals, and attribute revenue to the partnership manager's efforts. Use the link below to sign up and get this special offer. Finally, the top sales and partnership teams around know of our third-party partner, Sendoso, the leading sending platform. Sendoso is the most effective way for revenue-generating teams to stand out with the new ways to engage at strategic points throughout the customer journey. By connecting digital and physical strategies, companies can engage acquire, and retain customers easier than ever before. Founded in 2016, Sendoso is trusted by over 500 companies and has a vast global footprint with a presence in North America, Europe, and Asia Pacific. Learn more at Sendoso.com. All right. Hello, Jeff and Courtney. I am so excited to have you two join today and share all about how you work together, um, bring the best of the best marketing activities and partner programs to your customers and partners at Sixth Sense. I think before we dive into it, it would be really helpful for our audience to get some background on you too. So I'd love to have you introduce yourselves, you know, kind of a quick overview of who you are, how long you've been with Sixth Sense, and really the function of your role and how it relates to partners. Um, so Jeff, we'll start with you and then Courtney, you can go right after. Sound good? Yeah. First off, thanks for having us, Karina. Uh, super excited to be here. So hi, everyone. I'm Jeff Wagner here at Sixth Sense, and I lead our technology partner program. 
Um, so I do sit on the partner team itself, um, holding responsibility to both grow, manage, and extend our relationships with our technology ISV partners. So those are mainly third-party software companies um, that we have integrations and go-to-markets with. Um, and then another side of our partner business is us working with some private equity firms. And I also have responsibility to, to own and work with those relationships. Um, I've been at Sixth Sense since February. Uh, so closely coming up on a year, which is, which is crazy. Um, and prior to joining Sixth Sense, um, I spent a couple of years in Singapore actually working for a digital marketing agency called Merkle, who was acquired by Dentsu. And prior to that, um, spent a good chunk of my career at Oracle through the Eloqua acquisition. So uh, excited to be here. Court, I'll pass over to you. Thanks, Jeff. Um, and totally echo what you mentioned, Karina. Appreciate you having us. Um, you know, obviously, this is talking about how, how partner um, managers and marketing can work together. But um, from like a joint partner perspective, um, you are one of my favorites to work with. Uh, so it's chatting with you. Um, I'm, I'm Courtney and I lead our account-based experience team um, at Sixth Sense. So I have a pretty broad remit. Um, my team covers everything from partner campaigns um, to our large event programs, um, as well as sort of that field and industry um, campaign perspective. Um, and then I also have someone on my team that focuses on communities as well. Um, and I have been with Sixth Sense for three years, which um, in Sixth Sense world is um, almost an OG. So I have seen a lot happen and uh, it's been super fun to, to get to work with Jeff over the, the last year. Um, and then prior to, to Sixth Sense, um, I worked for a company that was a Salesforce and Workday services um, uh consulting group. And so we had a, a really strong channel and partner play there as well. That is awesome. I love to hear it. Um, Jeff, so I know you just joined in February. However, I'd love to just learn a little bit more about um, what the partner program looked like a year ago, maybe even a little bit more than a year ago compared to where you're at today. Just a really brief overview. Um, Courtney, you might be able to answer that question a little bit more, but Jeff, you can always add in some of your flair to that. Absolutely. I'll, I'll take a first stab and then pass to, to Court to pile on because she'll definitely have a few more insights than me having been here longer. But um, I think the, the key uh, word I'd use or a couple words across you know our business and particularly our partner program and team would be kind of growth and scale um, both in tandem so taking a look back about a year ago at six cents or even longer um, the partner team was really a team of one um, which um, you know had its had its challenges of course from from a bandwidth perspective and I think you know at that time too we had partnerships in place with um, some of our key integration partners who are still partners today, um, but it was less formal around go-to-market motions and co-selling. It was more, um, you know, really re reactive rather than proactive um, managing of partners there. Um, and I think that that really changed when, um, and again, this was before I joined, but um, my current boss, uh, Elliot Smith, who heads up partnerships at Sixth Sense, um, joined around August 2020. Um, and that's really where uh, I guess the game changed as far as the partner program at Sixth Sense as a whole. Um, so he's really led the strategy um, as far as 
pretty different partner pillars, and we have about five of them now in place today. Um, but more importantly, you know, growing that team of one, uh, you know, for the responsibility that he took over to now today, we're standing at a team of 10 and continuing to, to grow in all different facets, uh, you know, that number, including the, the marketing team members we work with and, and everything else. So um, I think it's, it's become a very um, quickly matured program over the last year, year and a half. So, you know, really comparing to where we were and, and kind of where we're at now. And obviously the hope is as Sixth Sense continues to grow, which we are like crazy that the, the partner team um, will as well. But I'll, I'll stop there, Court. Anything you'd like to add? Yeah, I'll just add from, you know, obviously, Jeff, you mentioned um, our partner team of one being very focused on integrations, which is um, essential to the development of our product. So from like a co-marketing and co-selling perspective, we were really just doing it in the cracks and honestly looking at hey, who in the industry can we hitch our wagons to, so to speak? Or who do I know at other companies um, that we can work with on on particular projects? And so there was no real strategy around it, but just trying to get out there in the market and make our names known. And then today, um, Jeff obviously mentioned we've built out a team, but I actually created a role on my ABX team um, for someone who's just focused on not only the like traditional co-marketing perspective, but um, executing on on um, partners where we know they have the same ICP and industry focus um, to really use that data and put together some joint um, campaigns. Um, so we're also, of course, building our partner tech stack as well in terms of implementing tools like PRM coming. So we've come a long way in, in just the three years that I've been here. That's awesome. And, and I love how you said partnerships really does help the development of your product. You know, as Sixth Sense continues to grow, as your company's product continues to evolve and grow, the partners should really help that momentum um, and be, you know, just uh, another opportunity for you to really grow that side of the business. And, you know, with one person on a team, that can be a little bit difficult to 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 do, especially if your company is growing so fast, just like Sixth Sense. Um, I think a lot of our listeners on this podcast are sometimes just a team of one, and they're really trying to get feedback into, you know, how should I be growing my team? What are other people doing and what are they focusing on? So I really love this conversation. Um, So as you guys mentioned, it was just a team of one, you know, maybe a year ago, a little bit over a year ago, but what are some of those specific roles you think are really needed in order to help the partner program evolve? Yeah, I can, I can jump in on that one, Karina. I think um, what we're seeing right now, and we um, obviously, you know, having, having partner managers and leaders of different pillars, uh, you know, I would say table stakes being having faces to not only you know own relationships, uh, but more importantly, drive those go-to-market motions that we're doing with partners. Obviously, that's that's stable, table stakes and key to have. And like you said, if it's if it's one person, they're wearing multiple hats there in a in a partner role. But what we're starting to to see um, as well in the industry and potentially something we might be looking at that we don't have today is almost like a partner SC type role. We're we're finding more and more in conversations with you know mutual customers prospective partners current partner relationships that having you know someone with deep technical knowledge on apis and integrations 
um, is key. But at the same time, being able to speak, you know, the same partner language and, and go to market motion and get the whole partnering concept, um, you know, having having that type of role, we're definitely seeing in the industry, you know, maybe a role kind of of the future. Um, yeah. And it, again, something we're, we're kind of looking at. I love that. Yeah. And then I, Courtney, I love how you, you know, you created a role within your team that is really dedicated to partnerships. Can you give us a quick overview of the type of co-marketing activities you do with partners today? Um, you know, do these activities happen with all partners? Are they tiered out? You know, who gets what? A quick overview would be great. Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, something I would add from like a co-marketing perspective, obviously, if you're a team of one, you, you can't have all of these roles. Maybe just something to think about as you start growing your program and are, are interviewing candidates on the marketing side. Um, and I don't know if we're unique in this aspect, but we also have um, so I have someone on my team who executes the campaigns. And then um, we also have someone that sits under product marketing that sort of jointly owns the relationship with like a Jeff. Um, but she's really focused on developing what our joint um, go-to-market value proposition is um, and working on like the messaging and content side of things. So um, she and Stephanie on my team are, are super tightly aligned. Of course, the messaging is key to the, those campaigns. But we do every Everything from, of course, like joint events, um, joint webinars to something that's, I think, you know, really unique for us is using Sixth Sense data and, and shared partner data to drive joint campaigns with a common goal in mind. So something we started doing is picking one spotlight partner per quarter to focus on for a, an array of demand gen activities. And the goal is that both partners drive revenue from that. And so that's everything from, you know, running ads to email drips to having a BDR cadence in place to doing some sort of key activity, whether it's a webinar or an in-person event or, of course, virtual field event that's sort of like the final touch in the campaign. Um, and that's worked really, really well with us. Um, obviously, you can't do that with every single partner. So we try to, to tear it out and we work with with Jeff and team. And I mentioned like the data piece, um, one of the criteria we have in place is like, hey, if our partners are sharing the the data with us, um, then we're going to start with them because it's it's easier to know, you know, where is your joint TAM and your overlap in terms of customers. Otherwise, we're sort of just flying blind. That is really great. And I, especially how you pick a partner per quarter. Um, I think when you are working with different partners as well, you know, they always want to be involved in, you know, any webinar, any event that you can do, but being able to make it very specific to, hey, we're going to pick you this quarter, we're going to do X amount of activities. That is a very clear process. Um, and I feel like approaching it that way leaves a lot of room for success and, and less for failures. Um, do you measure net new revenue from some of these activities you're doing with partners? Yeah, we do. Um, we we look at meetings created, but we also just look at like traffic to our website. So traffic on the joint partner page as well. The tricky thing is obviously being able to share that back with with the partner. So some degree of it is, is of course, just driving like reach and awareness as well. But we typically set some sort of net new uh, business goal around it each quarter as well. That's great. Um, and Jeff, I guess like is, 
um, this a large part of the number that you're looking at? You know, I know a lot of partner teams, they have uh, partner sourced leads, which is a, a, a metric they're looking at, partner influence. I think that's something you guys do as well. But really looking at these marketing webinars as a huge source for these uh, net new leads and revenue. Uh, definitely. Yeah, definitely a key contributor to that number. And then, you know, piling on all the other activities that we do outside of the webinars to to hopefully come up with our, our number there as well and, and go to market motions, lead exchange, referral exchange, you know, all of the above. But for sure, it's it's definitely um, going back to the alignment piece. It's It's critical for me as a partner person to be very well aligned and to make sure I'm I'm properly supporting Courtney and her team um, in these efforts. Even though we may not be driving the efforts from a co-marketing perspective, we're definitely providing um, support and making sure projects are, are going as planned. And if there's issues that come up, you know, on timing or whatever else, just work, making sure we're working together with the partner to kind of sort through those as we go along. That's really great feedback. And so a lot of different partner departments report into sales. Are you reporting into marketing right now, which makes this alignment a lot easier? As of today, uh, our head of partnerships reports directly into um, our CEO here at Sixth Sense. Um, so even though we may have different reporting structures at the end of the day, I think um, our alignment between our two teams has has definitely you know gotten tighter as uh, time has gone along. I think we put some really simple processes in place um, that really keep us well aligned. You know, outside of the one-off conversations that that Courtney and I have all the time. Um, we do have structured weekly meetings between our two teams. So basically, you know, uh, make sure we're covering off on all the items that, and all the different events and, and campaigns that are in play, uh, making sure we're, we're clear cut on which team is, is doing what and which team is supporting each other on, on each items. And then in addition, um, as a company, we, we live pretty religiously on Slack. so. We have a joint Slack group um, between our two teams to to keep that line of communication constantly uh, open outside of those those one-off situations. That's great because that communication definitely has to be there, um, especially if you're in you know reporting in different departments. Courtney, I'd love to hear from you just for probably people that are listening that want to start aligning and working together more with their marketing team. What's some advice um, on how to approach the marketing team and really showcase you know why the partner team wants to start doing more on a marketing perspective. I would say something that's been incredibly helpful with like Jeff and his team and Elliot is like, of course, there's there's so many ways that we can leverage the partner ecosystem. But particularly if you don't have someone dedicated to that function in marketing yet, it can feel a little overwhelming because, of course, every every <laughs> every partner wants to work with you. Right. Um, yeah. And so something that's been really helpful with Jeff is, again, like setting up those syncs so that we can connect and he understands what our bandwidth is and what we already have in play. You know, he'll get recommendations from partners and he always brings us the opportunity, um, but he doesn't just throw it over the wall to us. We have a discussion about whether we can add it into the calendar this quarter and if not, what's another solution we can propose. Um, and then also just like getting input from your partner team on how we we tier our partners. And we love all of our partners equally, of course, but it's it's no secret that you can't focus on them all 100% every single quarter. So you mm -hmm. have to figure out how to 
fairly do that, you know, based on the business needs. Um, and so having the, a partner team that's able to help set those expectations goes a long way um, for marketing and helping them sort of prioritize as well. I love that. Yeah, that's very, very um, on point. I think you're always going to have partners that want to do a webinar or a press release and all these different things. But yes, as a business, you have to make sure is this in line with what we are trying to showcase right now, you know, or what does our calendar look like? We're already booked up for this quarter. Maybe we can fit them in next quarter. But yeah, definitely coming to the table, really connecting and aligning and showing what you want as a partner manager uh, and then how your marketing team can help you get there. Um, I guess, are there any failures you two can share with us of, you know, where maybe aligning with marketing has kind of taken a, a, a little bad turn um, and then some advice as well. I can start, um, Jeff, feel free to add on, but you know, something that we talked about, maybe not necessarily failures per se, but certainly learnings um, in just getting six cents up to speed. So um, we started the the partner spotlights and I think we had good intentions going into it, but the first ones we ran were really, um, I think, more focused on six cents goals versus making sure that we include the partner in that planning. Like, hey, we're going to spotlight you and, and drive your brand awareness, but like we want you to have goals coming out of this as well. So how can we run this campaign so it it, it's, it makes sense for both of us? Um, but then also just understanding like for six cents, we have different types of partners and each partners have different offerings. Um, and so not all campaigns work the same. Um, for example, like we tend to um, use our agency partners to focus on on joint thought leadership, whereas like our tech partners, it's a little bit easy easier to do some of that joint demand gen um, driven stuff because you're able to share share just like the data in a very clear like joint offering. If you have tech one plus tech two, um, you know, here's how you can have a, a broader investment. So just sort of learning that like one size does not fit all yeah. um, and then tailoring your programs that way is super important. Yeah, for sure, Courtney. I, I think the only thing I'd, I'd add to that is, um, and we maybe mentioned it earlier in the, the sync, but um, we're growing pretty aggressively and fast as a company. So that that presents, you know, a few uh, learnings there as well. You know, not only when uh, Courtney adds new team members, when we as a partner team are adding team members, obviously important to, to make sure the new team members are incorporated in the syncs and the processes and the Slack groups that we've put in place to kind of make our communication successful. But um, although Courtney's team is probably the, definitely the closest marketing team we work with at Sixth Sense, um, there's also other marketing teams that we, we interact with, like our customer marketing team, um, for example, when there might be overlap with a Sixth Sense customer and a partner. Um, so making sure we're, we're well uh, connected and aligned with, with all the new um, groups and the marketing team members that are, that are joining um, and just making sure 
there, there's no growing pains there that we, we keep the success that we've had and we kind of implement that to new, new members as they come on. Yes. And I am a huge fan of over communicating. I, I don't think that you can ever communicate enough. Maybe you can, but I think in, in the situation like this, where you're maybe working in different departments, uh, especially with work from home now, you really do have to over communicate. And I know a lot of our listeners right now are either, um, wanting to grow out a partner program. Maybe they're just one person. Maybe it's just two people on the partner program really focused on that sales aspect. But I am a firm believer in the partner and marketing alignment because so many great things can come from it from, you know, net new revenue to really getting out your joint value prop out there and these better together stories or webinar type of activities. Um, But I really appreciate both of your time today. I think you guys touched on some really great topics. And it's really exciting to see um, the evolution of the program and how you guys are so aligned here. So this was amazing. And I know our listeners probably loved it. Um, If you guys have any last words you want to share, go ahead and, and say them to our viewers right now. But other than that, this was awesome, guys. And thank you so much for your time. Last words are just, I mean, it seems like a simple thing, but no matter where you are in an organization, when it's two teams working together, obviously communicate and just over communicate. You're never going to get into a situation where like, oh, Karina, you told me that too many times, right? (laughs) Um, So definitely over communicate. Exactly. And yeah, Karina, from my end, I, the only advice I'd share is, you know, definitely enjoy the ride. Um, I think no matter what state you're at, whether you're just a one person partner team today, um, you know, closely aligning yourself with marketing or a team of five or a team of 30, um, you know, just, just enjoy the ride. Make sure you're well aligned between the two teams because at the end of the day, it's only going to lead to mutual success of mutual goals and up to company goals as well. Incredible. I love it. Well, thank you guys so much for coming in and chatting with me about all of the amazing stuff you're doing over at Six Sense. For any of our listeners, if you are interested in learning more about Six Sense, their partner program, feel free to ping myself or uh, add Jeff or Courtney on LinkedIn and reach out to them yourself. Thank you guys so much, and I look forward to another episode of the Podcast.